0: My video is spitting at me. Ah! Here we are, folks. We're there, you're here, and we're smeared on a bagel.
1: Oh, I love a bagel. Sm- know, I'm back to bagels again, by the way.
0: Oh, you're back on bagels?
1: Back to basics and back to bagels. Well, I, got the, I think I got the diet thing figured out.
0: Oh, wow. You heard it here first, folks.
1: Well, here's the thing. I realized. I'm fine. I just have a thing that's annoying. All right. I was kept trying to get back to 100% Mm. with the reflux. Right. And I wanted to feel the best I've ever felt in my life. Uh But now I've accepted. I got a condition that's kind of itchy and tickly and gay and annoying. Sure, herpes. And then you just go, yeah, and this. Reflux is kind of like... Herpes. You get a flare-up. Yeah, it's like throat herpes. Ah. It's therpes. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, a great drink. That's a Greek philosopher, <laughs> therpes.
0: He comes in once a month, and you and leaves. I
1: believe it was therpes who said, ah, I got nothing, uh, smell an ass on a Wednesday for put- some, ice cream?
0: What's that shit called? You put on there vapor rub? Talcum? No, no. You put on a herp. Vitacil? Something with a V?
1: Vegemite. Oh, oh, oh uh, Vicodin. Va- va- uh, Vegicil. Vegicil. I take drug. it all the time. I got it in my bag. It's a V. Valtrex. Right? Valtrex. Yes.
0: Now that sounds like a like a transformer. But you don't put it on. Ah, you stick Valtrex. You
1: put it in your ass. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Oh, all right. I'm I'm new to the whole herpy game. Yeah, I can help you out. Teach me. Give it to me.
1: Um. Uh, <laughs> What was I going to say? Oh, yeah, so I got the the therapies, and uh, (laughs) it's not so bad. And here's what happened. This is one of the things that was good. So this whole time, I've been like, I can't eat a chocolate chip If I eat a chocolate chip cookie, my eyes will shit. Right. But then I went for the holidays, and then my father-in-law died, my grandmother died, and that whole thing. I mean, we'll get into that later. But it was stressful, and then it's the holidays, so everything's ice cream and cookies and whatever. And so I just started eating all this shit. I was uh, mourning. Uh huh. And so I started eating fish and chips and chocolate ah. chip cookies. And the, I ate everything you can't eat. We went to McDonald's. Oh! Like, Sarah's like, I just got to go to McDonald's. She was losing her shit. So we were like, fuck it. Let's just get McDonald's.
0: You're eating your feelings.
1: Totally. And I'm fine.
0: What do you mean it, you're fine?
1: With the reflux. Like, I'm like, it just it, it. It, anno- it was annoying. And like, I was like, a lot of like throat clearing and then chest. And I kind of felt like, blah, but I got through. I didn't die. I wasn't yeah. shitting blood. I mean, I have my normal blood shits that I always have. But I didn't die. Right. And then I came home last week, and I went like four days back to like no fried, no whatever, no whatever. Anal. Yeah. And then just ate well, and I felt much better. Just All a couple right.
0: of days. So yeah, it's, it's a you eat better, you feel better. Eat shit, you feel shitty. A- exactly. You go.
1: It's just a thing, a little condition, and it's fine. And most of it was anxiety and stress. And stress and anxiety adds to it. It makes it worse and it makes you worry about it. Silent killer. So, uh, Silent Re. Ah, the
0: Silent,
1: Silent Re killer.
0: Ah. Well, it's good to have you back and it's good you're accepting. And you've got a lot of shit on your body that you just got to deal with that most people don't.
1: Well, I think I've talked about this before. I have all things that don't go away.
0: Yeah. Herpes,
1: alcoholism, wife. Uh, <laughs> um. What else? What was the other thing? There was another one. Oh, Side panic three. disorder. Is like oh, another thing. You can't cure it. You just that. manage. I got all these things you got to manage. So I'm managing. I'm like a I'm like, You're you know, Sparky Anderson over here. Who's that? Yeah, he was a manager of the Reds <laughs> and the Tigers later.
0: All right. Sports guys. Sports and, and jazz blues best nicknames. Sparky? Sparky, and Yogi Berra, and Bleeding Gums Murphy, and Cannonball, and all this shit. I think
1: Yogi Berra is just his name. Is that real? I think it's his name. No, call in. I think Yogi the Bear is named after Yogi Berra. What? Maybe. I don't know. I think it's the other way around.
0: Wait a minute. Well,
1: he's definitely not named after Yogi the Bear.
0: He's funnier than the Bear.
1: And he's older than Yogi the Bear.
0: Old Brooklyn Jew, I want to say.
1: I don't know that he's a Jew. I don't think he's a Jew. I think he's ah, Italian.
0: He's pretty funny.
1: Bear doesn't sound very Jewish, and I don't think there's a lot of Jewish catchers back then. Well, there's
0: the Berenstein Bears. They've got to be Heeb's.
1: Yeah, they seem Jewy. Yeah,
0: the Steen. You know, and they're not giving their porridge up. <laughs> they're hanging on. Oh, to
1: th- it. the camera's doing it. Oh, no. What does that mean? Whoa. Fuck me. All right. Our camera is blinking. This is a. I've never had it blink before. Stop recording? Yeah. Why is it blinking? Does it say battery or something? All right. I'm going to pause this recording. All right, folks. We're having a little situation here. Let's pause the audio. All right. I'm pausing the audio. Yeah, hit play. There we go. Oh. All, all right. right. We're back, folks. Right. We had a little testicle difficulty. Yeah. I sat on a ball. Testy, testy, um, one, two. Well, we're back, and we did some research. Shelby's not with us any longer. He, he passed away. Yeah, big uh, lips. But, Got uh, caught
0: in an ele- escalator.
1: Um call an audible there. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'll send the ad. Mark, can you check the framing of the video? It was a little off last time.
0: Oh, all right. I just looked. It looked pretty good.
1: Looks okay. Feels okay. I feel, I feel more centered. I'm standing right. That was like a double meaning.
0: Ah, the zen.
1: Um, But anyways, we looked it up. So Yogi Berra is not his real name. Mm -hmm. He is born of Italian immigrants. Yep. And his originally his nickname was Lottie because his mother couldn't say Lawrence, which is weird to name your kid something that you can't pronounce. Was she
0: deaf? Lottie. Like, how does that happen? Was she retarded?
1: Well, she was Italian, which is Ah, similar. Ah, Lottie. They're a little off, these Italians. No offense if there's any Italians here. Fucking whoops. Um... There you go. But Guinea. Guinea? There you uh, go.
0: What's another Ital? Eggplant? Mm, now that's the Moulin Yans.
1: Uh,
0: huh. I guess that's it. Wap Dago. No, there's a bunch. Greaseball.
1: Grease. Greasy. Meatball.
0: A meatball. That works.
1: But I think meatball's just a general. He's a meatball.
0: Yeah. How about a mook?
1: Mook? I don't know if it's specifically Italian. It's like mook and chuchi like, equivalent. Equivalent?
0: Yeah. Equivalent.
1: Equates equate. with the Italians because yes. of uh, mean streets and such, but I don't know if there's a necessarily slurs. Yeah. Mm. Any jizz, so he got the nickname, but Yogi the Bear is not named after Yogi Bear, but I suspect he is, and Yogi Bear tried to sue Yogi the Bear. And he's not Jewish? Not do it, Italian. Um, all right, the yeah. suing, you never know. Uh, but Yogi the Bear, they said no, but I think it's clear. Yogi Bear was a household name. Oh, yeah, And was guy. bear-like and was known for saying fun things.
0: Yeah, yeah, great quotes. Uh, I had deja vu all over again.
1: Yeah, and all that's 90% of baseball is half mental. Woo, come Which, on. If you see a fork in the road, take it. <laughs>
0: He's like a Groucho.
1: Yes, and then awesome. he said, uh, <laughs> half the lies about me aren't. True or something like that. I don't know what Uh, that. I just read one, but I can't remember that one.
0: He's got a million of them. Give him a goog, folks. He's a he's a keeper.
1: Eh, I'm sure they know Yogi. I don't know the The, youngsters. Maybe not the
0: young group. They don't even know. Like I brought up Die Hard. Somebody's like, who? Oh
1: yeah, what was it recently? Somebody didn't know something. Yeah, I can't remember.
0: They're out there. You bring up Seinfeld, like I don't watch that. It's so dated. I can't. I'm like, what are you kidding?
1: No, it's strange.
0: Yeah, it's we talked about this. I we've watched Mean Streets. That's before our time.
1: Yeah, so I yeah I don't...
0: I love Cool Hand Luke, you know, there's good things that happened before you were born, but there's a lot of content out there for these queefs to soak up, so I get it.
1: But also, yeah, you're watching other stuff, and I think comedy, we've talked about this before, comedy doesn't hold up as well as other things. Sure, Doesn't hold up as well as drama. But I told you before, we've talked about this before, I went and saw Rear Window in the movie theater, which is like one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And then the scene where uh, the end, the climax—spoiler alert—you know, Jimmy Stewart falls from the window, and ah! it's like that shitty, like I it. green screen or whatever. Yeah. and the whole theater bursted out laughing, and it broke my heart.
0: Even oh, the new like now it was now, oh, and everyone's like, ah! <laughs> "Look at that!"
1: <laughs> and I was like, "Oh god, damn it!"
0: Yeah, that's tough.
1: Because you're like, just understand that was the best they had at the time, right?
0: Right. Well, that's why you gotta respect. Like, I'm not a big Star Wars kook, but. It looks good. It was like 1977. Yeah. It looks pretty good.
1: It looks pretty good. There's some, cheese. that uh, script doesn't sound well, the, so good, I can tell you that. The
0: script isn't, it's not my, it's not the best movie ever made, but I'm saying like they got spaceships going around, you go, oh, I'm buying it.
1: I shouldn't say the script is bad. The dialogue isn't great. Well, it's sci-fi. The whole story, the whole thing. Great shot, gold leader.
0: Yeah, well, they're on a plane. Oh, yeah, you are get not it. getting chummy up there.
1: I suppose. All right. But there's some amazing things about it, of course.
0: Oh! <gasps> Can you do a Wookiee?
1: Uh, I can do Yoda. <laughs> oh, let's hear it. And Yoda and Miss Piggy, very similar.
0: That's right. Both
1: Frank Oz.
0: Yogi Yoda the bear. Mm, you see Yoda. Mm. That's pretty good.
1: It's not bad. Mm, Miss Piggy.
0: You sound like a drunk Michelle Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, uh, Wolfaroo. Yeah. What does what he always does? The backward speak, like, uh, like it up the ass you do.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mm, my back come on
0: <laughs> <laughs> gay yoda that's a fuck baby yoda let's get a gay yoda in there
1: uh, have we talked about how i, I resent baby yoda i well, hate the baby
0: yoda you hate kids you're an abortion guy
1: well here's the thing by the way i got my uh, i'm a, I'm a card carrying planned parenthood member wow. they sent me a card because i've been donating once a month for so long and we were laughing yesterday if i was single like when a waitress came over it was cute I could put that in the slot with a credit card and be like, uh, "Oh shit! I meant to give you my credit card. That's I just great. and then you can really score some points with the dames."
0: Yeah, yeah. You're like, take off the baby corn.
1: That's that works up here. Down south, you might, you know, they might shoot you, or whatever. That's true. Uh, From the south, or wherever else. Yeah, but the baby Yoda. This is why I hate baby Yoda because they made a cute puppet. Mm. Just to go viral and sell right, baby Yodas. Right, right, it's right. not art. They just no. fucking made a thing that everyone would love and make they knew it would be memes and they yep. created Baby Yoda before they made the story, I'm sure of it.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with that. That's what Star Wars does. At all it's all hoopla. I mean like Jar Jar. They gave up on art twenty years ago. Jar Jar, yeah. Jar Binks, come on.
1: It's more like fart than art. Oh, I'm gonna take my own life now.
0: Alright, I'll watch.
1: Uh, all right, what do you, what do you, what do you, hit got, me with something. I got Smear a lot of stuff. Yeah, put something in my ass and see if I come, if you don't all mind. All
0: right, let's see if we can get some squirting out of you. So a couple things. Let me, let me run this by and tell me if you've ever had this with a lady. Yeah. So my gal's a big fan of the diddler. She likes to diddle all day long. The diddler? She'll just do a vibrate from like noon to four. Like that's a day thing for her. Oh, how? She'll just lay in bed, legs up. And Masturbate? You know, yes. Okay. She's a diddler on the roof. She's got her legs up in a stirrup. She's got a big ass um, back massager, and she just goes to town for out literally hours. Hours.
1: Hours. Why does she doesn't come, or she comes and she then comes does it again
0: fifty times? She got Modern Family on the blower. She's got a smoothie in the in the blender, and she just jizzing.
1: That's interesting because I feel like women can come and then come again, which I think is an <laughs> ACDC lyric. I come and that's the end of my day. You, I go home and same,
0: same. You I I'm cry not, I'm and in, you cry again. Yeah. <laughs> But uh yeah, yeah, it's it's true. I mean I, I come first of all, we're we're exuding a large amount of, you know, Elmer's glue here.
1: Well, and it's an exercise. Right. I'm furiously exercised. She's just holding a toothbrush. Yeah,
0: we got a shake weight. Yeah.
1: Here. I got a situation. <laughs>
0: and yes, you're right. She's holding a an oral B or whatever you call that. Oral Dynamo. What is that thing? Uh, the electric one. It's like Bob Dylan. You get off Tooth- acoustic and you go
1: electric. Oh, I see. Toothbrush.
0: Yeah, but it's the a place to be. The, the oral, b the oral, anal. I guess it's not oral. It's uh, it's hand to 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 labia. Well, it's
1: oral if you're putting it on your thing. It's orally.
0: I guess. Yeah. I guess it's so. like oral
1: sex whatever it is whatever
0: either way so she likes to diddle and she's she's good at, she can diddle at an elevator and knock it out like you won't even notice wow. like she's not going like ah, like Meg Ryan and uh the, the what's Sally that? uh Joe versus the Volcano so uh we're in uh we're in a hotel room not too long ago and I'm like looking at my tweets and instagramming and this and that and she's laying next to me and uh I'm doing this for like a half hour. Like, can you believe this? Oh man, this movie looks good. Oh man, uh, black people, whatever. And then she's like, "Yeah, I just, uh, I did, I came four times. Just sitting right there. I didn't even know it.
1: Why didn't she invite you in?
0: Well, I would be had, hurt. We had banged earlier, and I think she just sometimes she want to rub one.
1: Really? Wow. Yeah, and
0: I mean, I, I, I there's a little ego where you go, "Hey, I could have knocked that out," but it's also like, "Ah." Eh, she, she knocked it out. She wanted to. And uh, yeah. It was I guess fun. if
1: you're able to. And I think women hit their sexual peak in their 30s. She's in her 30s? No,
0: no, 20s. Oh, really? Yeah, 29.
1: Yikes. You got a young dame.
0: Oh, yeah. She doesn't know Die Hard.
1: Well, I think later on she's going to get even hornier, I heard. Oh, I think. yeah.
0: The peak is like 35.
1: Yeah, something like that. But
0: so kooky that God did that. We're, we're 18 and they're 35.
1: Yeah, it's unfair because I was a goblin at 18.
0: Oh, jizz goblin.
1: Now, I'm not saying I'm a smoke show now. I got the teeth, the forehead, the thing, the Adam's apple, the jawline, all that shit. Uh-huh. Herpes. Yeah, how
0: much time we got?
1: Uh, <laughs> but uh, back then, I mean, I was a horrific ghoul of a person.
0: Oh, so horrible. I was fucking the couch, the fridge, my aunt. It was everywhere.
1: Yeah, I fucked your aunt twice. But, uh, uh
0: she's a real whore.
1: She Good liked life. that I called her aunt.
0: Ah. She's like,
1: everyone's calling me an aunt down here. You're calling me aunt, and I got right in there. And
0: Some people go auntie.
1: Mm, that's auntie. Like, I think that's
0: a person of color move.
1: Well, we say auntie. auntie Donna up there. Yeah, oh, okay. we say
0: auntie. I don't say auntie. To like a kid. Why don't well, we I don't say
1: auntie. It's, go... it's an E. It's not a T. The T is built into aunt. Yes. You're adding an E, like Marky, right. Joey. Auntie. Yeah, but you're saying aunt. T.
0: I'm not gonna no space. It's Aunt
1: E. Auntie. Oh, Auntie. Yeah, like Joey or Bobby or Silly or Goofy.
0: I feel there's a T in there. I'm hitting the T.
1: Yeah, but you're what you're doing is Joe T. Joe Mark T. T,
0: Roti is not good. Mister T. Yeah. Uh-huh. I pity the the aunt. Mister E. Mister Purple.
1: Mister Pink. <laughs> <laughs> Mister Pussy. Oh. Uh, so anyways. Yeah. Auntie, you fucked your aunt. Uh, oh, so wait, we got to get back to your what so I'm sorry.
0: Diddling. I just thought it was interesting. I thought it was a notable conversation, uh, yeah. Queef, that she's just diddling all day long, and I'm just sitting there going, eh.
1: That's wild. Is that wild? I've never had that, because- I, first of all, I would be destroyed if someone's beat. I'm like, if someone's beaten off in the room, I don't care if it's a man, woman, or child. I want to be involved.
0: I get that. You know I get that. What I mean? Yeah. Well, you want to help a kid out. Yeah. yeah. If
1: He's, I found out my nephew charged off down the hall, I'd be like, you got to be kidding! I yeah. could have showed you my pecs.
0: Right. I could have played with the the undercarriage. <laughs> a little. But yeah, yeah. So it was a it was a kooky moment. And sometimes a gal or a guy. You ever just had that where you want to rub one out? Not you don't really. I don't want to like buy you dinner and go down on you and tell you you're pretty. I just want to rub one out and jizz on the TV set and get out of there. Yeah,
1: of course. I mean, I, I think we've talked about this before. We're like for years when you're a young male, you need to get that you out of there, gotta, or else you'll murder a family. You
0: got to get rid of that baby batter. It's evil. It's the devil's juice.
1: So I would always be like, I gotta use, I gotta poop, ah. and then I would be in there. Yeah, and then sometimes you'd do it and come back, and then you had to actually poop. Ah, and you've used up all your poop time right
0: and the toilet seat's sticky
1: so in that situation I'd be like I'm gonna go jerk off and then I would poop
0: (laughs) maybe you could do it at the same time you're just shooting a lot of things out of you
1: I've tried that it doesn't work right. that was one of my uh, songs I tried writing originally I was gonna be like a song guy and it was called Pooping with a Boner was my first song Ah, it wasn't great
0: it's kind of Simon and Garfunkel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, she so diddled next to me, and it was pretty. Impre- I was impressed mostly because I was like, I didn't even know you didn't shake, you didn't vibrate, you didn't moan, you didn't queef, you didn't squirt.
1: Now, did you say wh- why don't you get me involved in this? No,
0: I get it. I, I totally understand it because there's times where I want to just knock one out and mm-hmm. not, you know, have a conversation.
1: I, I, I see what you're saying.
0: Yeah, so I thought it was cool.
1: Yeah, it's pretty interesting. So she must be having ten orgasms a day.
0: Oh yeah. I think she does them at work. Also, that vibrator, it's just this little nub, and my first instinct, because she'll she'll want me to vibrate her sometimes, sure, you know, which is kind of a hot number, mm-hmm. and I just want to put it in there, which I think is so male. Like yeah. She's like, stay right here, and I'm like, I just want to shove this thing up you.
1: Yeah, of course. We want to be in there. Yes. But I want to get fingers and fists and toes in there.
0: Oh, yeah. Give me the whole <clears throat> kitchen dinette set. I want it all in your snatch.
1: <laughs> Got to get it.
0: But yeah, so that was fun. And now, how about this one? This is that was a fun note. Now this is awkward. Uh oh. So I've been jumping the turnstiles quite a bit lately. Oh and, boy. Uh, it's a rush, and I got problems and all that. So I see I go down to the 14th Street L. No camera, no cop. But there's no booth, so it's a it's a free for all down there. Booth free. Yeah, there's no guy in the booth with the little conductor hat going. Hey, you have crazy kids. Mm-hmm. So I, it's an easy jumper. And uh, there's a Young afro americane with a clipboard. Okay. You know, he's doing the, hey, I need money for my assholes bleeding or whatever, and I'm like, ah, I'm in a hurry. I'm, I'm late for my
1: show. Does he have, is he a candy guy or just a thing?
0: He's got a thing and a box. I don't know. It might be candy.
1: Okay, because a lot of times they have the fruit snacks.
0: Yeah, no snacks. I didn't see any snacks. I okay. love a snack.
1: The snacks aren't bad.
0: No, no. Bring on the snacks. So now I got this guy standing there, and I want to jump it. I'm like, ah, can I jump in front of this guy? Cause I didn't give him any money. Mm. So I go, oh, I'm sorry, I'm in a hurry. And I just jump it, and he goes, Oh, the white guy can do whatever he wants. He flipped ah. on me. He went from please, sir, help me to you fucking honky cracker ghost motherfucker. And uh and now I'm 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 a little nervous because I'm like, well, I didn't help him, and he saw me do something illegal right and as a racial component now sure and so I go hey sorry man I'm just in a hurry and he goes oh yeah the white guy does whatever he wants I'm like what, what's going on here you got a problem with me and I I, I stood there now I got the bar at my at my pelvis sure you know the the turnstile yeah and he's on the other side I'm going what, what's your problem man and he goes oh yeah you can't help me out I'm like I'm in a hurry but now it's weird because I'm talking to him
1: well and you're waiting for the train
0: and I'm waiting for a train So now it's super awkward. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I got a problem. Why can't you give any money? And I'm like, well, oh, who the fuck geez. are you? Why don't you give me money? And, and now we're just doing this shit.
1: And didn't you just prove that you have no money by jumping the turnstile? That oh, should sell the point.
0: Damn, I should have brought that
1: up. Like He should be like, oh, okay. God. You actually have no money. You jumped the turnstile. Cause right. Because surely any normal functioning human being that has money would just pay the $2 fare.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, not this guy. Because I think I had no money on my cards. So I was yes. like, I got, I got no time.
1: I had that earlier. I missed a train because I had insufficient fare.
0: There you go. So now we're just going back and forth, and I'm like, boy, you, now I'm so glad I didn't give you money because you're such a cunt. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah, here we go. I'm out here trying to – v- I'm very vulnerable. He's like a nerdy guy with glasses. Like, I'm, I'm being vulnerable. I'm putting myself out there, and you white guys can't help me. And he kept making it about white guys. Yeah. And I got this thing, and I know this. You know there's nothing wrong with being white. He's right. I am white. He's black. I don't give a shit. But I got this thing from my childhood where it goes back to, like, because, you know, I grew up in a black neighborhood, a lot of white boy, white bitch, white whatever. And it it Uh was hitting me. It was triggering me.
1: Ah, you were triggered. I was
0: triggered. Okay. And I kind of lost it on the guy. I was like, fuck you. Fuck you. I hope you make no money. I hope your clipboard gets shoved up your ass. I hope somebody knocks that thing over your head. And he was like, ah! And then the train came and I got on.
1: Well here's the thing, I think a lot of times that works these days because of the zeitgeist. Ah, you do a little white guilt and a lot of people are probably like, You're right, what am I doing? I should be I'm, I'm privileged. Yes. So maybe he's just playing the card that was dealt, or the right. hand that was dealt, or whatever you say, the hand that rocks the cradle.
0: And I totally get it. You know, when you have when you're in a car and you someone cuts you off, you just go racial. Oh, that's all yeah. you have. Yeah. You know, you got all, that's the only information you can use, or that's a woman, that's an Asian guy. Ah, fuck them.
1: I go racial when I'm meditating. There I love going go. racial. <laughs> yeah.
0: So it just got really heated. Then I did that whole thing where I'm like, ah, what the hell was that? I'm on the train. Like, you know, when you're you kind of amped up, you're like, ah, damn, that sucked. I should have said this. I should have said that. God, I hate this guy. And I think a lot of people assume that if you're a honky, you just have a ton of money to just burn. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he's probably some kid from a bad neighborhood or whatever, and he's like, here you go. He thinks I'm just like a white guy with, with bags of money. Sure. So it was awkward, and that was it. But, uh, boy, it got it got heated.
1: Yeah, Anytime time ci- the, the city has that feeling i feel yes. like if you live out in the burbs you're very rare that you're having a confrontation
0: right right well, here in
1: the city it, it it finds you
0: yeah it's true and i've I've noticed that some days have it like i'll see other people doing it and then i'll have one interaction another guy has one it happens there's something in the moon and the waves in and the periods and the sinking something's up you right know? The, 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 what is it the moon is in gatorade retrograde
1: gatorade retrograde maybe i don't
0: know what that means retro gay is like uh, an old queen
1: yeah i think i've heard something like that but i don't know what that means the stars
0: are in retrograde something i don't know
1: i don't know either way this guy
0: hated me and we i felt good because we went back and forth but uh i feel like i could have taken him oh i feel like real dweeb
1: feels like a dork yeah that would have been fun you could have smashed his head in the little turnbuckle thing there
0: oh yeah and then just Pop them, and then it says insufficient fare, you know? Yeah,
1: that would have been fun. Ah, well. Well, what can you do?
0: What can you do? But it was uh, the racial thing really gets me. I don't yeah. know why.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, well, how do you think they feel, you know? Sure,
0: sure, yeah, yeah. But it's just weird for the, that to be the go-to. But I get it. He didn't know anything else about me. If he saw my act, he'd probably make fun of my act. Yeah. Most people do. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's glad. I'm glad that it worked out. Yeah, there was yeah. no jail
1: or. Uh, I had to tell somebody. Fight or fist or whatever. Either
0: way, I signed the petition.
1: Um, what was he trying to sell?
0: It was some basketball team or some. Oh, something it's sports-y. always the basketball teams. Yeah.
1: They got year-round basketball going on.
0: Yeah, yeah, they like the b-ball.
1: And sometimes you'll see a guy that's like 38. He's like, could you help my school's basketball team? I'm like, what?
0: <laughs> well, yeah, what are you, special needs? What's going on?
1: There was the one guy I don't see anymore that had no hand. He was the coach. They all call him coach. You know that guy? Coach, I don't see know. him coach. in Queens. He was an older guy. Phil Jackson? I haven't seen him in a while. No, he's got like, he's missing his thumbs or his toes or something. He's missing something.
0: Is he the burn victim?
1: Not that guy. That's uh, Felix.
0: Oh wow, you know everybody.
1: Felix in Times Square. Yeah. What's
0: going on? You guys having a silent re meet up? What, well, what is this?
1: Felix is the guy with. Yeah, he's burned up. He's in Times Square. Yeah. He has no arms and there's a sign attached yes, to his neck. Yeah. With
0: photos of him in a fire.
1: Yeah, that guy must clean up oh, by the way. Oh yeah. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I feel horrible for the guy, but they gotta. He might be breaking in six figures.
0: Yeah, he looks bad. Like he, you could tell he's burned. There's no if ands, or but. Like some guy can throw on a floppy hat and a rope on his ass and he's like, oh, he's, I'm homeless. But you're like, oh, are you homeless? I saw you with a flip phone two days ago. Yeah,
1: Felix is the real deal. That oh, guy, yeah. he got tuned up somewhere.
0: He looks like uh, the guys in the, the the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh yeah, you know, just a little melty. The
1: Nazis, yeah.
0: That's the one.
1: Um, oh, should we do the thing? The
0: oh, at we, the end, we, we got a special no! uh,
1: request.
0: Yeah, not baby. a request,
1: folks. This show is, uh, you know, Shit. it's not it's not free. Just doing this business. Oh, you got that right. Oh uh, God. Is it Bluetooth? Oh, it's Bluetooth Blue and shoe. sheath underwear. Did you oh, get those things them. in the mail? I did. I want to talk about that first and foremost. This episode is brought to you folks by... Bluetooth. Wait, I already started the sheath.
0: Oh, you did? Oh, sorry.
1: Yeah, so the underwear thing. Ah, got it. And they're kind of related in a weird way, if you think about it. Yeah
0: you ruin your, your underpants with a blue chew.
1: We just got sent some sheath underwear. You got some?
0: I got some.
1: I got some. They sent me a, a variety of sizes, so I gave some to old Canner, Jason Canner. Oh, Kanner, nice. Friend of the pod, and he's loving them. He's texting me today being like, these are the best underwear I've ever worn in my entire life. They're great. And they're great. I'm wearing them right now. You got that right. Sheath underwear. That's right, folks. Sheath underwear. What makes sheath underwear different? Simple. Sheath Underwear has a special two-pouch compartment that keeps your twig and berries from sticking to your inner thigh. Mm. It's pretty amazing. At first, I was skeptical. Yes. I was like, I don't want a pouch in my pants. No
0: pouch to my kangaroo.
1: But now I'm loving the pouch. That's it. That's the whole idea. It's brilliant, folks. Sheath Underwear is made from super comfortable blend of modal. I don't even know what that word is. Modal? It's modal or modal. Google it. And spandex, it's very spandexy. Yes. It stretches as you move and keeps you cool and dry. No bunching, pinching, or sagging. Sheath underwear cradles your junk like a mama gorilla holding her precious newborn baby. Oh, yeah. It's killer. And then you know me. I got a huge cock and long red balls. Same. And they've never felt more secure.
0: Yeah, yeah. They really hold them up nice. And there's a nice flip-flop pouch to pull your dong out when mm-hmm. you got a wee-wee, which I love. You don't want to be one of those old guys who pulls his panties down to his ankles at the public restroom.
1: You certainly don't.
0: We've all seen that weirdo. Uh, so yeah, go to sheetunderwear.com and order with promo code TuesGays to get 20% off your first order of sheet underwear. 100% money back guarantee. Now that's that's how you know this guy's a fan. The promo code is Tuesdays, Gays, yes. not Tuesdays.
1: Yeah, That's, and they sent us a huge box of stuff. Oh, I got yeah. T-shirts, ton oh, of panties. Yeah. The camouflage, There's some black ones, blue right. ones. And by the way, my wife thinks they're hot. Oh, because they're spandexy. Right, and it really houses your 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 business. Quite so a house. She was like, "That's a good looking pair of underwear."
0: You got a nice package, a good unit right in the front. It looks good, and and if you're get the camo, you can fuck in the woods. Support this show by supporting them. Get Sheath Underwear and let them support your balls. SheathUnderwear.com. S-H-E-A-T-H. Sheath Tuesdays promo.
1: Now, as Mark alluded to, this episode is also brought to you by... Blue Chew. Blue Chew, folks. Tuesdays with Stories is brought to you by Blue Chew. Oh, yeah. The first chewable dick pill.
0: Wow. Don't chew the dick, chew the pill.
1: Now, this is another one. I've, I've, I've never had any problems down there, but even if you don't have a problem, you've had an issue. Well, you've had an issue with me. Getting hard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Well, that was a Wednesday, and I get weird on Wednesdays. I hear you. Blue Chew has the same FDA. Samey? What the oh, word Samey. Is that? Oh, that's what the typo, that mean?
0: Blue. The guy was so hard. He. Hit his own pen with his dick.
1: Blue Chew has the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Take Blue Chew anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since it's chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever opportunity arises. It's fast and easy, much like my aunt. Yeah,
0: a lot of ant whore tonight.
1: Yeah, right now we've got a special offer for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code Tuesdays.
0: Yes, I love the Blue Chew. I was a Viagra guy for a hot minute, and this is way better. It's chewable. It's easy. It lasts forever. It's a great boner. You you get like 12 hours out of half of one. Oh, wow. Big fan of the Blue Chew. Right now we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free. Holy! Hell, when you use the special promo code Tuesdays, just pay $5 for the shipping. Again, that's B L U E wcom promo code Tuesdays, to try for free. Come on, you're getting free boners here. Never be (laughs) left alone in the woods again with a gay man. BlueChew.com, promo code Tuesdays.
1: Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Love you, Blue. Gotta read the bold.
0: Yes. uh, All right. Well. Yeah, so, uh... My point being, with the uh, the the card, the clipboard guy, yes, the triggering. You know that you know you always hear white guys go like, "Well, you can't say anything that would hurt me. I'm a white guy."
1: Yeah, I don't have that. No, of I course not. It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I crushed easily by the whole racial thing.
1: Well, I think yeah, I think there's not like a slur particular. There's not like like the N word. You could just say the N word, and the whole thing starts. Yeah, uh, I think there's no buzzword. Like if right. someone was just like honky, you wouldn't be like
0: what. I guess I'd be like, dude, this guy is, might be racist. Yeah. But I wouldn't be like, ah,
1: right, my right. ancestors. Yeah, you would, there's not like a word that's uh, right. has so venomous yes. for us.
0: Yes, Yeah, we don't have that. No. And kudos to them for flipping it to turn endearing or whatever.
1: Yeah, I think that might have been Pryor who kind of started you doing think? that. I don't know. It seems oh, like it. Maybe in the mainstream. Because like the hip-hop, they get credit, but I feel like Pryor was... Doing it.
0: Wasn't Cosby. He was doing other things.
1: No, he was a bad person.
0: All right. So, yeah. What do you got there, Fatty McDiddled?
1: Well, I got no notes because it's been a weird few weeks. I haven't been taking the pod note because I was kind of off and it was the holidays. We talked a little bit about the holidays and such. Sure. but But... Um, I just did uh, Omaha, Nebraska with Louis, which you talked about. I saw Parasite. Love that.
0: Everybody's raving about him. The only guy on earth who hasn't seen it. No,
1: I'm saying, I'm talking to people who haven't seen it. Greg Stone hasn't seen it. Sean Donnelly hasn't seen it. Sarah hasn't. Everyone I'm talking to hasn't seen it.
0: Shane Gillis certainly hasn't.
1: Um, But uh, so I went out to, uh, I'll tell about New Year's Eve. So I've been off. Last year was my first New Year's Eve. I took off. Good for you. And so I decided to take New Year's Eve off this year Mm -hmm. as well. And I was feeling guilty because I skipped Christmas with my family. I went oh, and hung out with right. Sarah's family, which we talk about first Christmas away from home. Uh oh. So I thought, I'll fly straight home the 26th. Yes. Go be with the family. And like I said, I took, I showed my niece Scream and I took my nephew to the Celtics game and all that good oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. We talked about the retarded nephew. Yeah. So then New Year's Eve, we got the whole game. So I'm like, I don't know what to do. All I know is I'm going to stay home with. My parents. Sure. So we do New Year's Eve. We all go bowling. Timber Lanes in Abington, Ooh, Massachusetts. Very wholesome. Now, have you ever heard of candle pin bowling? Of course.
0: We've done it together in Vancouver.
1: Oh, yeah. I forgot about that what? old school thing. Most people have no idea what the hell this is with the little ball I and things. I love it. It's
0: fun because those big balls get a little little rough on the fingers.
1: And they hurt all this whole forearm yes. area. I haven't been able to jerk it. I've been using the oral bead brush. Right, right. Um, Diddle. So we go to the, the Little Ball Bowling, which is a whole situation. It's very Boston. Yes. It's, up there, it's hard to find Big Ball Bowling.
0: Very New England.
1: So this Little Ball bowl it's a tiny little ball, like a shot put. You can, just, right. you can throw it overhand if you had to. Oh, yeah. So we get the whole gang. There's like 30 people, my cousins, my uncle, their kids, the other kids, and I got to call the bowling alley, and it's like classic Boston bowling alley guy. Oh, I love it. It's, I wish I had it recorded, because they have a thing called cosmic bowling. That's when they Cos- play the disco, and Ooh, they have a disco ball, and they fun. play smoke and the whole thing. I love it. And so I, we don't love the cosmic bowling, because uh-huh. it's dark, and it's loud, and I like to hear people talk. Sure. We're all oh, very I funny, I so see. I want to be funny together. Right. And I hate Disco. Yeah, disco stinks. So I call, I go, hey, is there uh, New Year's Eve? Can we? The, the website's old as shit. You of try course. to go to the website and it's just slow and it makes noises. And HDMI, like, you hear horrible website. So I call the guy and I go, what's going on with New Year's Eve? And he goes, I go, is it Cosmic Bowling? He goes, what? You want Cosmic Bowling? He goes, I don't know. Let me talk to Martha. Hold on one second. And he puts the phone down I just hear like, the, the pins oh, in the background that's great. it's like 20 minutes he comes back he's like it's cosmic balling from seven to nine yeah. three to five you gotta make a reservation but you better just come in or'll go to the <laughs> website and I, it was like this crazy conversation back right. and forth up and down over and out yep so we click on the website we reserve four to six my dad gets an email saying all right you got a reservation for two to four. Mm. So, like, let's just stop by there. We're going. To, we're driving past it. We go in there. Now it's a big, fat lady that looks exactly like a bowling alley. I mean, a bowling ball. Oh, really? She's got three holes? Yeah, her asshole vagina and mouth just look like the holes. Right. She She's round and smooth. Just and, been cleaned. Yeah, yeah. it's weird colors and... So I go, hey, we made a reservation from four to six, but then it says two to four. And she's like, there's no four to six. Uh, there's two <laughs> to four and there's five to seven. And I go, well, the website said four to six. And she goes, well, I better get Eddie over here. Uh, and so I go, don't don't get Eddie. What? Tell me what, could you look yes. up the reservation? She goes, I can't look up the reservation. Eddie has to look up the reservation. Uh, here we go. So finally we just go, so it sounds like two to four. So we make our plans two to four, yada, yada. Now my Christmas gift to my parents was to bring them to Newburyport, Massachusetts. Mm. Lovely seaside town up in Massachusetts. I get them a the hotel. Sarah and I go up there. It's like a double date with my folks. Ew. Yeah, we swapped wives. It was wild. But ooh, that's hot. We go up there and Newburyport's a fine town if you're yeah. ever up there. We got a nice hotel, the Garrison Inn. It's like an old slave, abolished what do you call those guys? Antebellum? What? No, that's he was pro-bellum.
0: Oh shit. He was
1: an abolitionist. Oh,
0: oh, an a abo- uh, a slave he, abolisher? He was
1: against slavery.
0: Frederick Douglass.
1: What do you call a, a an ab- abolitionist? Abolition. No, Wait, aborigine. That, yeah, that's a, that's a
0: different kind of
1: How do you say that word? An a abo- he wanted to abolish slavery.
0: Yeah. Uh, what is that? Hipster?
1: Appalachians. Apple an johnny anyone, Appleseed. anyone know how to say this word abolished yeah but he's a guy that is for it i think it's embalmment fuck me
0: Ab- abolisher
1: yeah something like that he's a good guy uh, i can't think of it god right. damn it everyone's screaming at the podcast get right out now. of the
0: frame you cunt <laughs> jesus christ man what are you doing all right. We got to we gotta tell the whole story here. <laughs> right. Jesus. Hey, Jadal. Uh Basically, there's a documentary filming us. It's throwing the whole thing off. I hate myself.
1: All right. An abolitionist.
0: Abolitionist. I think I got it. I think
1: that's it. Is that it? Yeah,
0: I think you got He's it. He's an
1: abolitionist. Yeah. That might not be right. Call in. I think that sounds like something. We got a crew here. Does that sound like anything? I'm getting yeah. a thumbs up from the All crew. Right. Okay. Hopefully,
0: the boom mic's not in the... Frame, Great! Ah, oh, the way. boom
1: mic's no big deal. Uh, Who right. cares?
0: <laughs> Jeez,
1: what is this? Merv Griffin in '78? <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Zoom and the Sonic Boom. Yeah, that was the band of what famous artist before he got big? Uh, Doctor Zoom and doc- the Sonic Boom. Oh, uh, George Clinton. Incorrect. You got one more guess. We got to move on. uh, Big guy. Big guy. Huge guy.
0: All right. I will say. Huge. Jimi Hendrix.
1: No, Bruce Springsteen. Ah. Damn, the boss. Anyway, so we go up to Newburyport, beautiful day, beautiful time, but the weather is horrific. It's ice and snow and wild, but it kind of made it fun, you know, because we were all in it together. We're like, this is a horrible day for a vacation. We're walking around, it's slippery and slappery, right? Uh, but we had a good time. We went to the bar, beautiful bar. We had dinner. My parents got sauce. We played cards all night, really bonded with the folks. Sounds great. Nice Christmas gift. They really enjoyed it. Just a great. Time. And the next morning we went to like a bakery. We got these huge cinnamon rolls and donuts. Oh. And you know when everyone just gives into it, you're like, we're gonna eat shit. Yes. So we're eating all the shit. I we're love laughing. It. We're making fun of the other family members. We drive all the way back. Now it's New Year's Eve. That was New Year's Eve Eve. Right. We drive all the way back. We got reservations at the bowling alley, we think. So my cousins and uncles, they start driving in from all over. Ooh. They bring their all their kids, sleeping bags, the whole thing. Wow. We're going to have a huge slumber party. Look at this. Now, the bowling alley is from 2 to 4. Midnight's okay. at 8. I mean, I've been at midnight. Eight hours later is what I meant to I say. I see. So we go bowl, and it's sold out. Kids everywhere. Uh, Just wild. But the bar's open. So my family's hunking up at the bar. We're going back and forth from the <laughs> bar. The kids oh, yeah. are bowling. It's wild. It's fun. And then they do a countdown at 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Because they, they kick you out. So they oh. do 2 to 4, then they do 5 to 7, then 8 to midnight, so you can come and have your New Year's Eve. So you had two countdowns that day. Well, I'm getting it. Oh, boy. So 2 to 4, so it's four. It's 3.59 and 58 seconds, whatever. They do a big countdown. We're all wearing glasses and goggles and the whole thing. I buy uh, everyone party favors. Sure. This guy, I'm, I'm such a sucker with the kids and everything. Sure. This big, fat bowling guy comes over with, like, Goggles and a hat, they're blinking. He's like, These are on sale. And I was like, You got me. Ah. That's all it takes. I go over, I throw down a 50. I'm like, Give me all the goods. I want noisemakers, confetti, goggles, glasses, the tie Man, that
0: spins. Fun uncle.
1: Hitler mustaches, the whole thing. Yeah, French tickler. So, so I start handing them out to all the kids. I'm like, there you go. Take that. Here's a pair of pumps and a tube top, the whole thing. Yes, yes, shake weight. So they do the countdown, and it's so fun because the kids are going to be in sleep by then. Uh-huh. So we do a 10, 9, Happy New Year. I make out with my mother. I yes. finger my dad. It's wild.
0: Yeah, Dad, we Steve.
1: We great thing. We leave, we all go back to the house, and we start playing games. Mm. Then we have a huge... There's this game that's like... You know Connect Four? Remember that game? I love Connect Four. There's a Connect Four now, but Uh with beer pong balls. You got to bounce a ball into it. What? It's really fun. It's like a drinking game, but it's also for kids. All right. You know? So we set that up. I set up a 16-person tournament. Okay. Because the whole family's there. There's so many people there. So we get... The big brackets. I got a. It's a. It's a double elimination. I got a losers bracket. The whole thing. Yeah. And I'm like the the uh, commissioner of the whole tournament. All right. You're so the commish. We, so we set the whole thing up. It's wild. Everyone's going crazy, rooting each other on. We got all these rules. The whole family's involved. Uh-huh. Fun. T- best time of my goddamn life. Yeah. And then, I end up winning the tournament. All right. <laughs> By the way, double in elimination. I went undefeated. Nobody even came close.
0: Wait a minute. That looks a little fishy. We got the commish winning the whole thing. Something's rigged.
1: Well, we drew numbers to go with the, the brackets to pick the seeds. There was right. no seed. We just picked the numbers, and uh, I'm a dominant athlete. So
0: Okay. Feels a little sloppy.
1: Well, whatever. I win. I mean, George Bush, he ran the Rangers and won the presidency.
0: Yeah, but he also cheated out old, uh, what's his name? Dan Gore. Rather. Gore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Rather <laughs> Gore, he was apparently he had more votes. Yes, that's true. Uh, only one election has a Republican won the popular vote since 1988. Ooh, Bush. Bush. But I digress. Yeah, Bush '04. Mm. War time. Anyways, so we do the whole tournament. I win the thing, and to much to my surprise, my dad pops out with a big trophy. He made a trophy what? out of a beer can, aluminum foil, and like some kind of weird dish. Oh. he makes the trophy, hands it to me. I start to do a fake cry. I take my glasses off. I give a big speech. Uh, and everyone's clapping. It's like a whole, it's like Oscar night. Yes. We finish that. I put the thing down, and Sarah's like, "It's only 7:20." Oh,
0: you. We sober. still got four and a half hours. Oh my god! And
1: so we're like, "What are we gonna do now?" You
0: gotta drug the kids. Get them out of there.
1: Yeah. So we do the whole thing, and just then, Sarah gets a call from her sister-in-law. Uh. And I don't want to get too into this, but it turns out her father has passed away. No! New Year's Eve night, right in the middle of the party. Oh,
0: my and Lord. And so,
1: of course, we just start sobbing. I got to, like, sneak her off into my bedroom. Sure. And this is, I only bring it up because it's, like, a, such a crazy life-death visualization yeah, this the, party the, the pinnacle of fun everyone's going crazy the kids are on the pool table everyone's going wild we go in there and of course and again it's like i don't want to get too into the thing but it's it's devastating we talk about life and death and love and we're hugging we cut after like three hours of this or four whatever it is wow. i'm like let's go get a different let's get a change of scenery this sure. is like we got to move to the living room we come out pitch black empty house it was the ultimate. Wait, wait. What do you mean? Everyone's gone. Everyone's like, oh, "All right, we gotta leave you? now." Oh. Of course, they're like, "What are we gonna do? Have a party with her in the other room?" Well,
0: we can watch a movie. We could console. We I mean, there's thirty-five
1: people. It's a small house. You've been to that house? A tiny house. There's no anywhere to go, and everyone's bummed. Right. So we come out, and it's just pitch black. There's like no, not a sound, not a peep. And I've never had a moment more of like I didn't realize how much fun I was having. Ah, where you're like, oh, that was the best time of my entire life. Because when you're in it, you're still kind of like, what are we gonna do after this? Sure, and uh, sure. tomorrow I gotta catch a train and the whole right. thing. And then something like that happens, and you're like, gee whiz, that was that was fun, really fun.
0: Well, they say you don't realize something till you lose it, you know? Right. And so, boy, is that true?
1: We came out and it was like 11:52 at this point. Uh. For a moment, we turn on like ABC and we're like, what are we gonna? We can't watch this. This is too much. So yeah. we put on Freaks and Geeks. I had the DVD that I bought for my niece. We watched an episode of that. And then at like 12.04, Sarah's was like, by the way, Happy New Year. Ah. You know, like the, the, the clock point. So we do like a 12.04 smooch. But we were so grateful that we had the 4 p.m. countdown. Ah, So we got some countdown, you which was count? nice. And then, of course, I had to book the flight back to Houston the next morning. We wake up. And then you go. And it's got to be two flights. It's 1000 bucks. By the way, the bereavement fare. Fuck these airlines. Is that a myth? Ten percent.
0: Oh
1: 90 bucks.
0: Fuck you, Delta. My
1: father-in-law passes away. Her father, my father-in-law, 10%. special person. 90 dollars. Wow. I go, oh, that's great. Thanks. Thanks a bundle for the 90 bucks. Out of a thousand. Brutal. Brutal. So the
0: we, man has died, you cunts. We
1: go to fly back to Houston. We're in Boston. Sitting there. I mean, we can't stop crying. It's just this brutal thing. You just got to be like, there's nothing you can say. You yeah, just sit there yeah. crying. And, of course, they come on. We're about to board. Folks, we have first class. we got the upgrade. Wow. Folks, we got a uh, fucking bathroom issue or whatever mechanical mm, issue. Yeah. Flight will be delayed an hour and a half. Aye. Now we have a layover in Minneapolis. We're gonna miss the layover, so now I gotta call Ah, three hour delay. So now we're just at Logan. Now I'm just enraged.
0: This is almost worse than the death.
1: Brutal. So we end up yada yada yada. Long story short. We get to Minneapolis for the layover. That's where we had the McDonald's, which felt good to just be like, that was like our booze in.
0: Yes, right. Let's uh, black out here on some McFlurries.
1: But we get to Houston, and then this is the part where it's like this weird sweetness to somebody passing away. Is like you fly home, and we had just been there. She was there two days Ah! earlier. I was there five days earlier, and you're like, hello again. Yeah. (laughs) And then her mother and both her brothers pick us up at the airport. And um, Well, you
0: got there quick, huh? What do you mean? Well, the next day, right?
1: The next morning, yeah. That's we're supposed to get good. there at like 3 in the afternoon. Yeah,
0: New Year's Day we're talking here. That's impressive.
1: New Year's Day. And by the way, we had been gone for two weeks. We were supposed to go home. So that's there's also that thing of like, fuck. Like you of think course. you're going home, and then uh, you, you fly yeah. back. And then her sister flew in, and then you're all back in the house. And it's so strange because we just had Christmas there mm. a few days earlier.
0: A happy Christmas with everyone alive.
1: Beautiful Christmas, and the, the great... Christmas, and uh, and her dad kept saying, this is the first Christmas I've had where everybody's been here, because like, her sister brought her boyfriend, I came, her nieces, his grandkids were there, the whole gang, and he kept talking about it. Well, at least and you had that. So grateful, I decided this year to not go to my parents' house, and it was a glorious right. Christmas, and the the... the what I remember is the end of the night, I was sitting, we had a fire in the backyard, because it's Houston, so it's like seventy degrees, but we had a nice big fire, and I was sitting at the Christmas table with him and his wife of forty nine years, and he turned to her and was like, What a great Christmas. Ah, He's like, That was a great Christmas.
0: That's what it's all about.
1: Bruce. And so that was beautiful. We got so I have that lasting Was he sick? Moment. He was seventy five, he had something called Graves disease, which mm. my dad has, but what? he. Takes medicine for it, but his was like unnoticed or whatever. Uh-huh. He also was diabetic and he had triple bypass, and he's 75 and he's a big guy. And there it's you like go. in that life expectancy area, so you wow. know it happens. I
0: guess 75 is a solid run when you really put in. A break it all down
1: great run and him and i had been talking a couple days earlier because he's been sick and he was just talking you know you're putting your life in perspective and he was like i got no regrets and he's from south africa he's like the greatest accomplishment of my life was getting out of south africa with the kids apartheid and he was uh you know proud american great guy and a real role model Uh husband husband father loved his kids they told a story about one time his wife was like, we should go hang with some friends. He's like, what are you talking about? We got friends here. We made our own friends. There you about go. About his kids. He's like, we created friends. I love well, it. We'll hang with the kids.
0: I wish my parents were like that.
1: I feel the same way. Great <laughs> dad. Good dad. My parents are great, great people. But uh, he was well, a great guy. He made a trophy. Made me a trophy. Well, he made a trophy for the winner. It just ah, happened to be me, baby. Damn like, Fucking, I'm the man. Yeah, participation. But anyway, so we went there, and strangely, we hung there for a few days. And it's almost like... I use the analogy of, like, 9-11, where you kind of look back at the week after 9-11, and part of you is like, that was kind of fun. Right, right. It well, was like all the big bands were playing, yes. and everyone was nice to each other, and there's, like, you had pride. There's, like, this strange part that there's was, a like... a
0: connection, a camaraderie. Yeah,
1: so it was like, I said it to Sarah, I was like, there's a time where you'll look back and be like, that was, like, the best week ever. Even yeah. though you're, like, not the best week ever, but... You're so sad, but we're all hanging, telling stories, kicking around old times, and nothing's expected of you. Right. Cuz everyone's mourning. We went to the movies together and had some nice meals and some good laughs and a lot of good cries and uh but uh, and also when I was there, I was approaching it as like when somebody's 75 and sick, you're like this might be the last time I ever see this person. Sure. So when we were leaving, and you don't want to, he's on an emotional, you don't want to get too emotional with your father-in-law. So I just gave him a good handshake and said, thanks for everything. All right. And so I gave him a nice thanks for everything in that you had us here, you fed us. But it was also like, uh, thanks for you raised my daughter, the whole thing. You're a right. role model to me. You're a so good I African-American. So I got to go out on that note you know yeah good for you and uh but boy it was rough it's still rough but boy, it
0: really makes you think you gotta soak it in folks when you got it
1: you gotta soak
0: my dad's 72 pushing seven i'm going to see them for their 50th wedding anniversary next week and now i'm glad i'm going
1: wow that kind of mirrors heard that the 50th anniversary. he was two weeks shy of their 50th anniversary oh boy. Hope it didn't croak. uh it'll yeah, we'll be fine he seems all right but uh and then so last week, three days ago, four days ago, my grandmother, she died in December when we were in New Mexico together. Right. And that was tough. And then my family wasn't much sure what to do, and they were cremating her, so we didn't have a memorial until Saturday, the 11th, which happened to be when Sarah's dad's thing was. Uh. So I missed the dad because I had to go to the grandma. We had it's kind of like when Sarah and I had late nights on the same night. Mm. We had funerals on the same day. Wow. Which is pretty wild. That's kooky. It was like live aid. I wanted to film and like satellite into hers. Right. Right. But, uh, so we were like checking in. You're like, "How's your memorial? Pretty good. How's yours? Not bad."
0: Yeah, how good could it be? You know, it's a but, weird answer.
1: The weird thing is, there's part of it. My grandmother too. You had all these. They put together these photo collages and all these, all these things. And uh, dead, my dead you know. bodies out there. Two of my uncles are firemen, and one's in the Air Force. Well, he's in the fire department and in the Air Force. So you have all these like old firefighters there, and there's comedians there, and there's Air Force guys there, and it was pretty pretty beautiful. All it's right. nice to see the whole life in photos and in stories and yes. all that bullshit.
0: Yes. Wow, you've had a lot of death in the past couple annals.
1: A lot of death. And our friend Big Al, his mother just passed away, Jesus. too. So So... Uh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of death. But it makes you whatever. And I said to Sarah, that, that pain you feel, all the crying and the sadness and the devastation, it's just, that's all love. Right, You're just right. missing the person. It's both two sides of the same coin.
0: Yeah, and, and if you want to go scientific and gay, when you cry, your body floods you with like endorphins and all this after so it makes you feel back up so you actually feel better after you get sad yeah
1: there's a weird party that's like man it felt nice it's kind of like your lady beating off all day sure you got a nice all-day cry it's like yeah. it's like whacking one off
0: her vagina was really sobbing
1: but uh yeah so it's been a hell of a hell of a whatever a few days and sarah just got back last night and it's nice to have her back and then tomorrow or today if you're listening we're going down to Nashville to go see Brandi Carlisle at the Ryman. Woo! So that'll be. Damn. That's big, huh? But uh, that's going to be something. Oh, you're going to be weeping. So like a Willow.
0: Just got to say. Uh, oh, geez. Yeah, we got to start wrap jizzing it. on our faces here. But uh, got to say, Vancouver flew in, flew out two days there, three days, two and a half days. What a great city. Such a great comedy club, great staff. All the crowds were great, except. We added a show, so we had a midnight show on Saturday. Okay. And you you got a midnight show. That's a lot of time for people to drink. Sure. You got the whole day. You got most of the night. And uh, the, the cutoff there is like 1.30. So these people are getting them in. Yeah. I'm just doing jokes. And I can see people like, clink, clink, shot, shot, shot. Mm-hmm. I'm like, God damn it. So this one guy's doing this one. Front row to the right. I'm going, ah, so I got a, I got an office chair. Office. Yeah, what? yeah. I got a shoe on. Shoe. Oh, and I God. go. I, I, I go. Hey, shut up! And then the, the the staff is good there. They chime in. They go, hey, shh. They're doing the shh to the guy. And he's okay. like, oh yeah, okay. He, he's so he's in a blackout. And this is the worst part. I go, hey. I lose it. I go, hey, what the fuck is wrong with you? What do you think you're doing? I go, I go full serious, like like a dad. Yeah. I go, do you think you're helping? What is it? I just snap on the guy, and he goes, I'm a Tuesday, and I went, oh. Oh, the whole geez. crowd goes, ah. Oh. I was like, you're part of the problem. You don't get, you don't want to talk about this on Tuesday, you idiot. God, I hate you. And they threw him out.
1: Sometimes the booze is just too much for people. It's too much. I feel that way. Like uh, I've talked about this before, probably like at Pearl Jam shows, there's like a guy being like. And he's got a tattoo in the shirt But you're like You just got too drunk What do you think's gonna happen? You're ruining the thing That you are supposed to love
0: Exactly You're ruining the magic And the fun part was And this might have been Bad of me to do but he gets thrown out, but the wife stays. Mm. And so I just shit on the guy to his wife for like 10 minutes. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I was like, how do you marry that guy? I hope you don't have children. She's like, we have two. And the whole crowd goes, ah! Oh, it was geez. pretty great. So uh, that was exciting. But man, that guy sucked. And I hope you hear this and get a fucking get a tolerance, will you? Yes. Learn how to drink a beer.
1: Fucking loser. Uh, but thanks for uh, supporting the show. Yeah, just kidding. I didn't mean to call you a loser.
0: Ah, you're a nice kid, and uh, your wife's even better. Thank Wait,
1: you. So this doesn't even come out tomorrow. This comes out the next week. Is that right? I think we recorded one last Wednesday. That one ah. hasn't come out yet? Oh, yeah, good I point. Confu- I'm confused. Yeah, yeah. So I think you're hearing this. If you're hearing this, I already went to Brandy Carlisle.
0: All right, and uh, that guy's already killed himself.
1: I think it's the 21st. Uh, all right. Anyways, so plugs. Yes. Hair Hi. Plugs. Yeah. I'm doing another Fat Black Pussycat. A bunch of Tuesdays came out last night, by all the way. Right. February, uh, January 26th, 11 p.m. I'm just running my album, so it's going to be all material you've probably heard before. Run that so album. So don't, uh, but yeah, it's uh, the 26th of January, Fat Black Pussycat, 11 p.m. And then uh, February, Omaha Funny Bone. I was just there. I'm back. February 6th, 7th, and 8th. And then I'm doing Ann Arbor comedy showcase February 27, 28 and 29. There's a couple Louis dates in there also. And then March is a big one. Plano, Texas, which Ooh. I imagine is gonna be rough. I heard it's a little rough. They, hyenas. I heard,
0: I heard it's the best hyenas. Oh, out really? Of the three, yeah. oh, I
1: thought it was, I heard it was the worst.
0: Ah shit. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh boy, different uh, info.
1: But I'm going to hyenas in Plano, Texas, March 5th through the 7th. Comics at Mohegan Sun, March 12th to the 14th. Little Steve Rogers, Big Dick. Well, he'll be there. Nice. And then the Belly Room at the Comedy Store, March 16th. Come out to that show. And, of course, Skankfest and Vegas, first week oh, of April. March Mad. Yes. And uh, I'm missing, for the first time since 1994, mm. Pearl Jam is touring, and I'm missing it. Wow. I'm doing Melbourne. I'm going to Melbourne Festival. What? I didn't know that. Yeah, well, I just booked that one. Whoa. And I regret it, because the, all the Pearl Jam dates of that fucking week. Ah, you've seen them. So, I know. I do. I have seen them 43 times. Jeez.
0: Yes, you've beaten your age.
1: But Vegas and Melbourne, if you're in Melbourne, people have been asking me for years. I'll be at that festival. Oh, and, of in. course, uh, Moon Tower, crazy April. I got oh. Vegas, Melbourne, Worcester, Austin, Royal Oak. Skanks? Yeah, that's in March, yeah. Oh, oh sorry. All but, yeah, right. Skank Fest, the whole thing. So, uh, and join the Patreon. Maybe we'll do a bonus if we can. Oh, that's a
0: good idea. All right. Uh, I'm all over the road as well. Uh, thanks for coming out to Tampa. I'm coming to L.A. doing the Dynasty Typewriter. We added a show. I'm going to film a little thing. So come out to that. Support. Hoot and holler. Don't get too drunk. And uh, then I'm in Lafayette. With, yes. Uh, the, 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 the ho- is it a holiday inn?
1: I don't know what that well, maybe is. maybe it's a
0: double tree. I think it's a
1: double tree because you get a cookie. Yeah, it's a hell of a place. Yes, it is a double tree
0: with Jason Leonard, Good Egg, then the Comedy Store, La Jolla, Gotham Comedy Club, Hometown, Come On In, not Hometown. What do you call it? The town I live in, local. I don't know. St. Louis, let's uh, please come out to that one. That city can really kick me in the ass. Royal Oak, Michigan. Aloha comedy in Hawaii. Hell yeah! Zanies in Nashville, Laughing Skull Atlanta, Stress Factory in Bridgeport, and in New Jersey, uh, Vegas with the uh, the Fat Man and uh, Moon Tower Skanks, Funny Bone Des Moines, and Zanies in Chicago in May. So we got a lot of Shh. books on the date or dates on the book. And uh, hug your family, folks, because they're gonna die and you're gonna die and we're all gonna die. Yeah. And uh, soak it in. So, yeah. So, thanks for listening. We'll see yeah, you next brilliant.
1: week. Thank you, guys. We love you. Appreciate it. Squeaf. Anal. Anki.